The clouds hovered above like bin bags ready to burst as Claire walked outside the next morning. It was nine. She'd made sure not to show her face before then. If she went for a walk with Milo, how would that look? This was a work trip, after all, and she wanted to hurry up and get home. Then there was everything that had passed between her and Ben the past two days. It wouldn't be right. But as she rounded the corner, the first person she saw was Milo, his hands in the pockets of his wax coat as he leaned against a wall, a small smile on his face. Her traitorous lips tried to form a smile in response. She forced them into a grim line instead. You're a bit late, Milo said, looking at his watch. I never said I'd meet you. But you're here now. No, I'm heading out for a walk, alone, with my dog. I need to take more photos for the magazine. Oh, come on. Doesn't the part of you that bought those earrings want to see Narnia? He said, referring to the striped tribal earrings Claire's dad had got her when they were in Zanzibar. Narnia's a million miles away from where I got these earrings, she said, thinking of the red dusty roads and cracked pavements. Tiny children dressed in torn jeans and filthy t-shirts, reaching their hands out to her, as she passed in the four-by-four her dad had hired. Then there was the other side. The soft golden sands of the affluent coastal resort of Mangapwani. The scent of expensive suntan lotion mixing with exotic spices. Couples walking hand in hand as the sky turned orange on the horizon the same sun that was setting on those children just a few miles away. It was something Claire saw in every place she visited, excruciating poverty in sharp contrast to nauseating wealth. She always tried to touch on it in her writing, her little way of helping in some way, but the lines she wrote were inevitably cut out at subbing stage, her publishing director scolding her, as he told her she didn't work for bloody Oxfam. Narnia might be far from Zanzibar, Milo said, snapping her out of her reverie. But it's just a thirty-minute walk from here. He shot Claire a smile, teeth white and crooked, brown eyes sparking, and her stomach rippled. She wrapped her arms around herself, pressing the handle of Archie's lead into her middle. She wasn't supposed to react like this to another man. Milo raked his fingers through his dark hair. Look, I feel bad about what happened yesterday. I'm doing this to make it up to you. No tourists know about this place. You'll love it. Really, you can write about it in your magazine. I don't know, she said, peering towards the path she'd taken the day before. Fine, he said, putting his hands up as he backed away. I get the message. I'm going up there anyway, so feel free to join me. If not, I guess I'll see you across the river on your official path in a couple of hours. He strode away 
and Claire stood where she was a few moments. It would be good to write about something a little different. She'd got a letter from a reader the other day, moaning that all the magazine ever wrote about was information they could get in guidebooks anyway. She decided to follow him after all. Maybe that reader would rue their words this time. Milo slowed down when he heard her footsteps, and let her fall into step beside him, shooting her a smile. How long have you had him? he asked, as they watched Archie stop at each place Milo's dog did, resolutely covering his scent with his own. Five years.